Pablo Morale Martinez. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots vs. Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Welcome to episode 30. Yeah. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 30 in the bag. Yeah. 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 Speaking of bags, uh, I got my bag fondled today. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> Let's get personal. That's because I... Uh, I felt a pinch near my testicle area like a while back when I was urinating, so I needed to uh, get that shit checked out. Well, that's why you shouldn't go let like strange men into the bathroom with you. Uh, oh, I don't know. The more, the merrier. It's because... like I can't control the heat. I just, you know. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, like, how are your balls? My balls are great. Um, you know, it turns out there was just like only like a little, uh, fluid around them. Mm -hmm. So the doctor said like, I'm fine. Uh, also, also I like, I I just feel bad for like the lady that was fondling around there with the, the sauna, the sonogram machine for one, they have a sonogram. Do you know when they, when they try to check your balls the same way that they check for pregnancy? Really? Yeah, they use like a sonogram machine with the jelly and everything. Surprisingly cold. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Why? Why does it have to be cold? They can warm that up. I know, right? They should just nuke it in the microwave well, and slap that shit on your balls. <laughs> no. Damn. They can't like do the way they like warm up uh, baby bottles. Just let it boil in a uh, <laughs> in a pot for a little while. Test it on their wrist a little bit. And then slather some on, you know. Be nice about it, shit. No, because once that happens, it's like, what happens when the whole system is modernized, right? Mm-hmm. The person who's in charge of warming up the the amniotic fluid is not going to give a shit because they're earning minimum wage because of all the, the you know, the tax reform has just, like, cut, slashed, you know, money away from their paycheck. So what do they do? They just let... You know, the timer go, they slap that shit on your balls, and next thing you know, you have to, you know, check yourself in for third-degree burns. You, uh, you, you, you're not lying. <laughs> that, that could certainly happen. That could certainly happen. But I believe uh, you mentioned that the doctor said um, that it's important to, what is it, uh, uh, let them... Let yeah, le- like, I have to... Like keep them warm. That's that's okay. the thing. She, it was this very nice Russian lady, mm-hmm. um, and she was like, "You have to keep them warm. It's important for you to keep them warm, especially now during this season. It gets very cold outside. So if you can find a way <laughs> to get them warm, it's fine. You'll be fine." I'm just like, "All right, great, thank you." Right. That was the most awkward. Um, meet and greet, by the way. Like I've met this per- lady for the first time in my whole life, and now she knows me very intimately. Wow. Well, folks, uh, <laughs> we have a Patreon set up uh, <laughs> to earn money to get to get our boy Pablo here some ball mittens um, because it's cold outside. Yeah. It's New York, and uh, we got to keep them warm. Yeah, New York has unforgiving winters. Yeah. But anyway, we were talking about Roy Moore. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But he started this off with Roy Moore, and then I'm like talking about my balls being fondled. I, it's, 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 one is not too far from the other, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Roy Moore. What a piece of shit. Uh, folks, we've got to do something. Um, this country is just going to complete and utter. Sh- I mean, we've had our problems for sure from the get-go, but right now it just feels like anything can go or, excuse the pun, anything is up for grabs. Yeah. Like, how, how can... We, we've literally had presidential candidates in the past lose their campaigns because they've yelled too loud during one of their campaign speeches. Uh, remember, what's his name? Oh, fucking what's his name? The the doctor. Yeah! Yeah. That guy? Uh-huh. He, you know, people were just like, oh, you know, this is the guy that you want with his finger on the nuclear button and like that. That partially, you know, tanked his campaign. And here we have uh, President uh, Pussy Grabber yeah. endorsing, you know... Pedophile? Predator, yeah, yeah, basically. child predator. Child I mean, what predator. else do you call him? He's like a fucking scumbag, complete another piece of shit, you know. And let's not forget, you know, both of these uh, things uh, were able to get into the positions that they were in because there is a base that supports them and will make excuses for them. Like, I, I, that's right, yeah. I completely, I'm predicting because this is a crazy time, and I believe that the pendulum is going to swing back the other way eventually towards sanity. During that time, there are going to be a whole bunch of Trump deniers. Like, I'm coining that here right now. There are going to be Trump deniers in the future. You know, you're going to talk to people who are like Republican or who have shown uh, evidence of being Republican. People are going to say, hey, were you, were you a Trump supporter? And they're like, no, 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 no. I, I definitely believe in conservative values, but no. No, I'm not a Trump supporter. <laughs> you will deny me three times. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, a little bit of blasphemy for all you Bible freaks out there. Um, and just remember, folks, uh, we do live in the modern age. And if you have Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, um, there are receipts for the shit that you say. Yeah. So just just remember that. <laughs> but it, it, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the spokesman angle because... Um, they did have one of uh, a spokeswoman come up on the news mm-hmm. and talk about the morality of it all. Like, where's your morality? Where's your morality? Right. And like, what do you think about the accusers? Like, there is more than one accuser, there are multiple accusers. Mm-hmm. And then the woman, the spokeswoman was like, what about the non accusers? Like, she played the one, the, uh-huh. the what about game. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, there's plenty of women who aren't accusing. Roy Moore of sexual harassment or sexual assault. What about them? It's like, what? What do you... Like, really? That's the defense you're going to go with? That's... Oh, my God. And there are people... That's like uh, like telling, like, a serial killer, like, like the serial killer's defense is like, look at all the people I haven't murdered yet. (laughs) Look at the big board. There's literally millions of people I haven't killed. (laughs) That's precisely it um and then this this is the age that we live in i mean i don't know what we thought was going to happen with decade upon decade of cuts to education yeah. uh to public broadcasting shutting down libraries it's like it's it's that fruit is what's coming to bear now yeah, yeah. well that there that that's the republican end game isn't it it's like um make sure the masses aren't as educated because 
an uneducated populace is easy to manipulate. Oh, okay, and that's yeah. exactly what we're seeing here. Is like the masses are are being um, forced to like choose the choose a side as opposed to making a moral judgment. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm going to call it right now. More Roy Moore is going to win that Senate seat. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no doubt in my mind, he's going to win. And if he doesn't win, I'd I'd honestly be surprised. I'd honestly be surprised. I'm hoping this time next week we can say um, that you are honestly surprised because uh, in in the last spate of elections we've been seeing um, better candidates, uh, people from the left, uh, stepping up and winning uh, these elections, and slowly but surely. Uh, there's momentum building up to November of 2018. Um, and we just need to keep that going. If we can defeat Roy Moore um, in this election that's coming up, that would that would send a really loud message um, to the rest of the country that, you know... It's Alabama, man. It's, it's <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, look. <laughs> look, I'm not trying to... Take that, Bama. <laughs> I'm not trying to, like... I'm not trying to say that all people from Alabama are awful people. I'm just saying, give look at the you're track saying, record. You're saying that all awful people do happen to come from Alabama. <laughs> no, I'm I, just kidding. Well, I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. That's not me on the tape. That's not me on the tape. I don't know whose voice that is. That's not me on the tape. Um, but, uh, oh, God, I, I need to, like, bathe after every uh, Trump impression. Here's a little hand sanitizer. Yeah, th- thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you honestly yeah. you gave me to <laughs> we need to just clean up a little bit yeah. folks we're actually applying hand sanitizer right now because that's how yeah, it's dirty it's gross yeah but yeah I, I i honestly think he's gonna get elected but i mean i don't know things are ch- like i i honestly can't tell what today's political climate because you know we have um Andre Jenkins and Danica Rome, two trans um, politicians Mm -hmm. uh, or people involved in politics who actually like won over their homophobic uh, Republican adversaries. And that's like, I don't know where the tide is turning, but the real the real litmus test is Alabama, because, I mean, that is like it's one of the reddest states there is. Mm. I mean, if it was any redder, it, it would be on the back of a baboon's ass. It would be just be, <laughs> nice. just be, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be in the next Lion King, I swear to God. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just, I, I honestly, I'm going to call it. I'm going to say Roar Moore is going to win. He's going to win uh, Session Senacy. Oh, God damn it. And you know, um, Trump was like, "Do you hear what Trump uh, told Roy Moore? He, I think he tweeted to him, or tweeted or told him. I, I can't tell. I honestly can't tell whether when he speaks or when he's tweeting. He's a live Twitter feed, or just go, t- live Twitter garbage feed. Well, but he said, well, go, get go get him. Go I, get him. I, I thought I would have thought he said like, oh, you know, if you win, well." <sighs> rename elementary and junior high schools after you or something like that you know in honor in honor of your pedophilia anyway but once next it's like 
I'm just waiting for fucking um, Trump to pardon Roman Polanski. I, I, I would I would totally say that, you know, uh, Manson would be let out of uh, prison and given a seat in his cabinet if uh, the guy didn't just die. But yeah. uh, we're living in a weird age because it's like the reckoning of like bad male behavior we brought it up before mm-hmm. bad male behavior is is going down we said in the last podcast like fuck matt hour yeah and i'm like after seeing like a super cut of the creepy shit that he's done mm. and said to other women like on his show i'm just like yeah fuck that guy and oh god just the stuff that i read about that guy with um that one woman who he invited into his office did you read about that yeah, with the switch that locks his door locks. That it's like, oh shit, he's a supervillain. That's really fucking freaky. It's like, why, why, just why? You know, every day it's yeah. just another disgusting example of 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 what this patriarchal world has offered us. And you take a step back and like take all this, take it, take it all in in terms of the stuff that's bubbling toward the surface and. You start to realize, like, yeah, no wonder why everything is so shitty. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I follow Michael Rappaport mm-hmm. on Twitter. And Michael Rappaport brought something to my attention. By the way, Michael Rappaport, he turned out to be garbage. Uh, I was kind of for him because, he, like, his... Uh, his rants against Steve Bannon have been kind of epic, mm-hmm. but he also issued like another rant about, um, about Dustin Hoffman and how John Oliver was interviewing him and started grilling him about, um, these sexual assault charges that happened like 40 years ago mm-hmm. that are just coming, that are starting to come to light because of the times that we live in currently. And um, Dustin Hoffman was really, like, nervous about it. And John Oliver, like a good reporter, wouldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. Like a good, like, just the good, like, if he's, if that's pro-feminism, I mean, that's 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 a high bar to mm-hmm. do. Like, just to put somebody over the coals and just be like, yeah, answer the fucking question. Like, did you do this or didn't you? Mm-hmm. And just let them come clean about it. And... Michael Rapport came to the defense. He's like, oh, John Oliver's a piece of shit. John Oliver's this. John Oliver's that. How dare he question, you know, this guy. He's 80 years old, and this happened 40 years ago. It's like, oh, Michael Rapport, you're fucking garbage. Trash. <laughs> Trash. Oh, geez. Is that, is that the line that we're setting? Oh, it was yeah. 40 years ago. It's, it's practically another. Li- oh, come on. And then I did a little bit more digging, and I found out that Michael Rappaport was, uh, he went to court for harassing uh, his ex-girlfriend, Lily Taylor, like, God only knows how many years ago. Of course. But, you know, so, you know what? Garbage. Garbage. Uh. (laughs) There are no heroes anymore. Um, There really aren't. (laughs) Oh, God. So, um, I'm also, I'm I'm still collecting, uh, I'm, I'm still, like, um, taking considerations for the next career Deadpool, and I'm calling John Travolta and Brian Singer I, as the kn- next as the next people to go as the next two men to go down. I saw that post that you made on social media uh, last night, and I was just like, "Huh, John Travolta? Like, yeah, 
I could see it. You could see it, right? I, I yeah. really could, you know. Um, Brian Singer. I know you dig it the most. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and Brian's <It's> crazy. <laughs> Sorry. It's like he's in <laughs> the room. It's uncanny, guys. It's uncanny. <laughs> but Brian Singer, huh? Yeah, hmm. Brian Singer. Hmm. I think um I think Michael Bay's about due as well. Michael Bay, I honestly don't. Like really? I, I for some reason, yeah, that's that's one of those guys. Really? Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't know why, but I just don't think Michael like is he guilty of like ogling women, especially behind the camera? Yeah. Is he guilty of like being like a scumbag, like a, a person who does like a, like a sexual predator? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know why, but that would actually catch me off guard. But if it, it if it did, like I wouldn't care. I'm just like, fuck that guy. Fuck his whole career. I never liked any of his movies anyway. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Hmm. Whatever. Um <laughs> It's just terrible, terrible shit. Yeah. Um there are, there's another thing that I also wanted to touch on, which was the um, President 45's decision to uh, move the capital of Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Wait, 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 wait. Trump decided that? Yeah, Trump decided it. It's big headlines now. And it is big headlines, and no matter which way... Uh, you look at it, um, it's just adding to the uh, to the conflict and the fire that has existed in that region in the world for, in contemporary terms, decades, in historical terms, thousands of years, just thousands of years of anger and fighting and war that's just perpetually gone on. I mean... That region of the world is essentially a microcosm for where the rest of the world is heading now. Yeah, exactly. It's just like all like party lines and just years, decades upon decades of resentment that leads to where it's, uh, we don't know. And leads to uh, conflict it's and abuse. Serious bullshit. Yeah, is and gonna lead to. it's it's a it's a powder keg over there. It really is. So I wanted to switch gears to something a little lighter. So the slavery in Libya. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> sorry, did I say lighter? I meant much heavier. Oh my God! Um, what were your reactions when you saw the video, like the video footage of that? Did you did you stick around for like the whole thing? It was this very short clip of, of I it think that's making the rounds. I think the back of my head got like super hot and then I passed out. Jesus Christ. And then and then when I woke up like my laptop battery had died. Like I was looking at that video and you know for years I think anybody um with even half a brain has known that there's still slavery happening in this modern world of ours. But to actually see video of it, see video of 
black men being sold into a some type some form of slave trade was enraging and uh, there's a phrase that i heard about um african americans in the united states that i feel um also applies to the world um african americans black people are the touchstone of this country when you think of a uh, essentially what a touchstone is is a stone that they used to use to rub against gold to identify whether the gold was real and of high quality um and if it wasn't uh just the rubbing of this stone against uh the gold or the false gold uh would reveal in some way that um that it wasn't that high quality or fake and i feel that the way that black people are treated uh, in this country is the defining factor of uh, where we are as an american society and now i'm extending that to the rest of the world uh, not just for black people but for any people who are vulnerable in this world any people who have less power than the um uh, overarching world um, uh, hegemony, power, force, economic uh, juggernaut. Uh, these people tend to be just rolled over and crushed. The fact that we can see this video right now of a specter that still makes people wince. You know, slavery has been over in the formal sense uh, in the United States for uh, over 100 years, 150 years. But to see it in, in that old form on video, you know, in our, in, in, on our modern devices playing out, you know. Like for, the auction. For, like the auction for the whole world to see is, is beyond words you know and it's disgusting it's disgusting and and but, but here's here's the real kicker it's been happening for a long time that and worse there are entire industries on this planet based on slavery of adults slavery of children sex slavery of young boys and girls all around the globe and because we don't see it on video the way we saw this video it's easy for it to fall into the background for the majority of us not all of us there are a lot there are people out there who are doing unbelievable work to try to bring this to light but you know we just got it we got we got a real splash of water in the face yeah uh, uh with that video what what were your thoughts when you saw it i was honestly disgusted mm -hmm. i i can't believe we're living in an age where um like the the issues of the day are Nazis, <laughs> slavery, and um, the defense of uh, predators mm. uh, and people who um, are preying on women and children. It's it's honestly kind of frightening, like. Mm. I feel like this this whole thing it, like there's this this swirling of bad energy that's going around and I feel like it's kind of impossible to to get like to kind of like shake it off.
but maybe we shouldn't. We should just like yeah, we absolutely uh, we just shouldn't. have to look at it. Like I I see the the um that video, and I'm just like I'm gonna like I'm just gonna keep my head up. I'm just gonna keep you know um, saying that Black Lives Matter, saying that like reading uh, the posts that Sean King posts on his on his social media feeds. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna try to educate myself more because that's the only way we're gonna defeat this kind of shit. And for and the next time this kind of ugliness reels rears its head and I'm able to do something about it, like or we're gonna be able to do something about it, we can't because we're gonna be educated. And uh, education is definitely the key. It's the foundation that everything else is uh, based upon because as we've seen uh, very, very clearly, uh, especially in the last presidential election, lack of education can lead to some pretty horrific um, societal conditions. But um, after education, of course, comes action. And a lot of us, myself included at times, uh, think that just voting um, is going to get us to a better place. And while it'll help, um, I think that action on a personal level is what's really going to cause a torrent within society toward um, toward a paradigm shift. It's the it's the personal battles that you wage in your day to day life, whether it's speaking up and saying Black Lives Matter uh, to somebody who doesn't understand the condition uh, that is happening in this country. It's standing. It's standing for what's right and speaking up toward peop- for people's humanity, even in the face of people who will be aggressive toward you or in the face of people who you thought were your allies. Um, I know uh, Pablo knows me very well, and I'm speaking from a very personal place when I say that. But, you know, when you fight for what's right, when you fight for what's morally um, the best thing and, and just the right thing to do. Um, sometimes it's going to feel like you're losing and that's okay. Uh, because when you have that education and when you have that moral center, it's a feeling unlike any other decision. It's not like, and I don't want to trivialize it, but it's not like picking out, uh, your next gadget or it's not um, deciding whether you're going to go see a certain superhero movie that particular weekend and being right. and being unsure whether you should spend your money on it. Right. Um, uh, when you're when you're centered uh, for that particular cause, um, you may feel like you're losing, but uh, just know in the end that um, as long as you stand up and say what's right and defend it, you're never really losing. It just takes time. To see the the light at the end of that tunnel, right? Yeah, that's well said. Well said. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um. <laughs> so, jeez, I I don't know, I don't know. I wish there was something I could do about like that whole Libya thing. Like I I wish there was something we could do about it. There, I think what we have to do, and this is. 
This is a pledge that we'll make to you, dear listeners. Uh, next week, um, we are going to present something, anything, sources, organizations that will allow us uh, personally, as well as you who are listening, who are so inclined, to take some sort of action, whether it's writing to um, your uh, public officials, whether it's donating to organizations that are seeking to stamp this out. Um, some sort of action is better than inaction because inaction leads to, inaction equals uh, being complicit, you know? Right. And none of us want to be complicit in this sort of thing. Yeah. Speaking of uh, taking action on that, right? Mm-hmm. On the front of like trying to help people in need, uh, listeners, please donate to um, all the organizations, uh, the Red Cross, uh, and anything involving Puerto Rico relief because it's still, uh, I think it's 64% of the island is still without power. So um, any help would be really great. Um, We're like, what, like like close to three months out from, yeah. from, from, from that? Jeez. That's... That would be unbelievable if uh, if even one one U.S. state uh, was facing something like that, where they were for like half a uh, for like three months. Uh, where I, oh wait a minute, we do have that here. Yeah, exactly. Flint, Michigan, still doesn't have clean drinking water. Jeez. Yeah, I mean the the priorities of this administration are kind of ridiculous right no clean water for flint michigan uh no uh no relief for puerto rico uh but yet uh we are cutting uh, we're giving massive tax cuts for the rich but and you know i'm just like i just wish we lived in you know the comic book universe because like it's so much easier to like see like have hope in superheroes yeah but, but you, the, 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 don't have that here no, in this reality at least not yet <laughs> that's just that's, we are the night yeah that's just me hoping but the thing with flint michigan i gotta say like it, it extends beyond uh this administration because it started uh during obama's administration that's right and like it it just as much as much of a fan of obama as i am like that is a uh that's a mark on his administration that don't get me wrong certainly carries over into this administration if not exacerbated by this administration but as a collective society as a country the fact that we have this population of people who don't have clean drinking water that makes absolutely no sense we as despite the problems that we have in this country we can exhibit an amount of abundance that should embarrass all of us you know we have resources still up the wazoo and we couldn't get together and just fix this Flint, Michigan could be made like the shining example on the hill in terms of this country getting together and fixing a problem. Their entire infrastructure, had we had we made the decision, could have been the envy of the country. We could have gone in there, 
changed everything around, compensated everybody who's affected by that dirty drinking water and shown like, look, we take care of our own, you know, but we didn't. No, we still continue not to do so. I mean, like the, I forget where it was, but they there was there's a state that I, I think it's Maryland that gave uh, just free housing for the homeless. Free houses. Really? And Wow. And uh, and there was a dramatic turnaround. Like I, I'm going to come up on the next episode. I'm going to I'm going to start supplying like facts that like facts to back this up. But there was a dramatic turnaround where the homeless people, they were able to get jobs uh, through, you know, a, some kind of job core mm-hmm. um, resource center. And they were able to give back like they were able to get on their feet and contribute to society and that's that's all that's all people need people need just a chance to get on their feet we just need to help Mm -hmm. our own and not not continue this trend of apathetic oh well you know trump is doing this oh what can you do you know it, it we can't we can no longer afford to do that because then as people as a nation we become morally bankrupt Oh man! I think I think <laughs> just for our own sanity, we need to start. We yeah, need to switch gears. Let's, let's switch gears <laughs> into the uh, into the robot section of our uh, of our broadcast here. Yeah. But uh, once again, I'm Ernesto Mancivo, and I'm Pablo Morali Martinez, and together we are Robots, robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. God damn right. <laughs> But uh, into into the robot section yes. of uh, of our broadcast. So, you know, my dear friend here, Pablo, uh, revealed to me before we started recording that he actually subjects subjected himself again uh, to the Justice League movie. Yeah, that's right. Which is well, su- for, which is surprising because for work. like <laughs> for work. But I mean, I, I'd have thought you'd have come in here with your eyes bleeding after the way we spoke about. Well, no. I mean, you know, it's not that it's if I were watching Batman versus Superman. Oh, God. <laughs> dawn of supercut of me saying how much I hate Batman versus Superman. Uh, then I would have my my eyes and nose bleeding. But, um, you know, Justice League isn't it's not bad. Like, yeah, it's got some <laughs> fucked up things in it. You were able to look at. Superman monster face <laughs> for for another two hours. I I give I I tip my hat off to you, my friend, because oh, dude, let me tell you, that still sticks out like a sore face. <laughs> God, that upper lip is so weird. Ooh. I I I couldn't get out, but feel like. Like he was about to turn into a Simpson. Just it's like with a oh, dr- huge oh. overbite. <laughs> oh, man. It's like the rendition of Superman in uh, in Justice League Unlimited was more realistic than, <laughs> than poor Henry Cavill. Oh, geez. Well, Henry Cavill, poor Henry Cavill. He's doing fine. Like he's in the next Mission Impossible movie. You know, he's great. <laughs> I bet. You know what? I want to go see this Mission Impossible movie just to see what made it worth him holding on to the beard. <laughs> like, this better be the best beard oh, yeah. ever. It's like, okay, yeah, I would. Yeah, I totally exactly. understand. Like, it, sa- like it kills five people and it <laughs> saves, like, Michelle Yeoh. 
that's a stash right there. Like, that's what that must. It was worth it, you yeah. know. Tom Selleck, you could say what you want about Tom Selleck. <laughs> Or, uh, what? Because <laughs> he had a fucking killer mustache. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, um, who's another dude with a killer mustache? I'm thinking of Dylan from fucking Carl Weathers. Oh, okay. Ooh. Action Jackson. Now that was a mustache. That was a fucking mustache. It's, it's so, it's such an, it was such an epic mustache that when I've seen video and pictures of him without it, like it does seem a little odd. He literally looks naked. Like yeah. I'm just like, oh god, dude, <laughs> oh, put oh, some geez, clothes on <laughs> for Pete's sake, dude. That's for your wife to see. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm wearing a trench coat. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> your face. I'm triggered. I'm triggered. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I guess, so it's not as bad the uh, the second, no, the, second bad. Second the second time around. Second time around, no. <laughs> What song was that? Justice is more justly. <laughs> second time, time around. around. What is that? Like I know that song. Love is lovelier. This. this oh right, 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 right. Like, probably I don't know Frank Sinatra. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very Sinatra. Yeah. One of those white guy singers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, so how come you gave that movie a second chance and not I say, oh. Um, suicide Squad. No, don't, don't. <laughs> Why? I knew you. Fuck! I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I just like seeing you spaz out oh, whenever man. you hear those two words consecutively. <laughs> it's because those words no longer have any meaning to me. <laughs> it's garbage. It's garbage. Hey. I feel like I'm gonna get locked up in an insane <laughs> asylum. <laughs> Just like, just don't use the words suicide or squad against uh, uh, in front of patient 411803B. It's like, it's garbage. It's garbage. It's going to start convulsing. Um, I, I watched Suicide Squad again. Wow. I watched it twice. And you're, you're into some sort of weird, like, masochistic shit now no it's just like like, it's because like i want to like because that movie caught me so off guard and how fucking awful it is (laughs) that i I, it's an anomaly it's like one of those things where i just like where like it's like a car crash in like in it that's frozen in time that where i just have to observe it from all angles (laughs) i'm just like how did this how did what the joker and the and the and the killer croc and the, he doesn't do anything in the like Batman beating the crap out of Deadshot in front of his own daughter like what no, what is this movie <laughs> like I just I can't like I did see it twice just for that reason because I couldn't believe how awful it was <laughs> wow holy shit but the, but Justice League is is one of those movies where I could watch it again, and I'm just like, it's not bad. It's not bad. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I'm not. <laughs> You're not gonna rush out to, to see I'm it. I'm not putting any more money down on that movie. Like, yeah. I'm waiting for that to you know show up on the Channel Eleven Sunday movie. <laughs> you know. Does that still happen? What I gotta I gotta tune into Channel Eleven Channel on Sunday 11? see if they, you know, play those. 
those first run movies from like four years ago. Oh, yeah. I have no idea if yeah. they still do that. Is, is Channel 11 still around? Yeah, CW 11. It's got the Flash and the Arrow. And oh, okay, that's right. Legends of Tomorrow. Shit, I all I, I only watch shows and like Supergirl and Riverdale. God damn. Sorry, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of shows. Yeah, I just I know. like seeing what sticks. But um, yeah, I don't I don't watch shows the way we used to back in the day anymore. Like I don't tune in every week to catch the episode. I just wait for it to hit Netflix or Amazon Prime. You're no longer TGI Friday? No oh God. Oh TGI Friday. TGIF? No, I I I used to live for that shit. Me too. You know I don't know why. All the shows on that run <laughs> were garbage. But it was our garbage. Yeah, you know it's it was like, our garbage. <laughs> it's like You know what? <laughs> My wife like a few weeks ago, she's just like, I want to see how Family Matters ends. And I'm like, really? Okay. So we sit down and we're fucking watching the season, the series finale of Family Matters. Jesus. I was riveted. <laughs> oh, man. You know, that gives me an idea. That, that should... He went to space, by the way. Who did? Urkel. Steve Urkel. You're lying. Yeah. No, I'm not lying. Apparently, I've never seen the last episode then because <laughs> I have no recollection of that it's whatsoever. bizarre episode ever. Huh. Now, now I have an idea for the show. I'm not going to say it on air because in this crazy world that we live in, somebody could overhear it, produce it, yeah, make uh, jillions of dollars, and I'm over here. Just sitting in the dark, watching it premiere on TV with a gun in my mouth. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I worry about you, buddy. It's easier to put it under the chin. That way you get it through the brain. Oh, but anyway, man. So <laughs> just pulling a Kurt Cobain. Darkness. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, watching those old shows, like, in the old style. Uh was was something that these subsequent generations are not really no. gonna know you know yeah. it's like and there was no and listen and if you fucking missed it you just you just missed, missed it. it yeah there was no replay um at least no replay that um any casual tv watcher knew about if you were a hardcore tv watcher you knew there was a replay happening <laughs> midnight on like one of the uhf channels that yeah. would broadcast from like offshore, yeah. you know. So they packs. You know, <laughs> <just> like <laughs> watch the episode of Family Matters from two weeks ago on packs, <laughs> heavily edited for content. It's like what at three forty eight in the morning, <laughs> Atlantic time. Packs. We're we're Catholic, but we will still put on hardcore porno because no one's watching. It's a basis. But uh, speaking of other networks, uh, I would like to catch shows on Bcat. Did you ever oh know about God. Bcat? I, look, Bcat had <laughs> a case, like I don't know what compelled me to like turn on Bcat at like because I'm a night owl, right? Sometimes I would just flip past Bcat at like midnight or like one in the morning, and I'd watch the craziest fucking shit I've ever seen in my whole life. For those of you who aren't familiar, just so I can interject real quick, BCAT stands for Brooklyn Community Access Television. <laughs> this was essentially 
a uh, th- this was essentially YouTube before <laughs> there it was, was YouTube. <laughs> it was it was public access, but it's like public access is abused cousin. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Because I watched something called Concrete Television, <laughs> and it's it was like a fever dream. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <sighs> was it just a show where they would just like chuck concrete off of buildings? Or? Well, no, it was like, <laughs> it was like uh, uh, cuts of, of shit that like set to like, because, uh, it was like, let me describe one episode for you. It was just shots of buildings being blown up, but <laughs> fast forwarded and played over like electronic beats. I'm just like, what the fuck is? Am I just gonna watch? That's awesome. I'm just gonna watch buildings being blown away. Oh my! That's what I'm doing with my night. I swear to God, if I learn that B Cat still exists and it's on cable, I might actually be tempted to get cable again, <laughs> just for B Cat. Is there any way to pirate that channel? Because there, I... there was a show called the LeBras James Show. I don't know if you've no. ever seen it. Are you serious? Yeah, there's a, there was a show called the LeBron James Show where it was just this this white guy, <laughs> this wannabe uh, hip hop like rapper dude, but he didn't rap. He just played um, music videos like hip hop music videos, but he'd always superimpose himself somewhere in the video <laughs> and just say his name over and over and over again like LeBron. James. <laughs> oh like, my God. Like, who is this monumental waste of space? I, I hope he's dead. If you're listening, <laughs> LeBron James, I hope you're dead. <laughs> oh my God. I, I want to get the doomsday clock eventually. <laughs> oh my God. Um, oh, that's that right. Dude is dead. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. I don't know how many times we've wished for anybody's death on this show, but it seems like too many. <laughs> this has to be a definitely like landmark. It's like, if you're listening, we hope you're dead. <laughs> it sounds like something like Jack Nicholson's Joker would have yeah. said. It's yeah. just like, hey, if you're listening, I hope you're dead. <laughs> I hope you're dead. <laughs> um. I used to watch this show on BCAT called Spick and Spanish. I know that show. And that show was heavily pornographic. Yes. For being on public access. Whoa. And it, also poor. Like, I hated that the title of that show. I, it was just a, as offensive as it could be. And this somehow this guy was getting away with it on public access television. The just, guy looks like the pinnacle of being like a scumbag. Oh, this this is a guy that you wouldn't you would not let in your house because he's he's the guy who's gonna like try to hit on your sister in front of you. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, dude, I have to kill you now. Like, <laughs> you've given you've literally given me no choice. I'm sorry. As you pick up like a pan and start to pummel him to death, but all right. So Freaking Spanish guy. So uh, B Cat, it was a uh, it was a cauldron of gems. <laughs> If you if you have access to it, we highly recommend it. You know, it, it'll it'll stir up the hate in your soul. <laughs> but uh, onto uh, onto something more related to this uh, part of the show, um, uh, Doomsday Clock Issue One. 
Yes. Uh, by DC uh, has come out. Um, uh, my buddy Pablo uh, allowed me to uh, read the first issue tonight after after he read it, and uh, whew, it's fucking cool, isn't it? It is cool as fuck, folks. If you're if you're into comics and you haven't read this yet, just a warning. Uh, we're gonna go into a little bit of spoilers. Oh yeah, there's some spoilers. You know, we've probably touched on some of these spoilers during our Comic Con episode uh, because we got a preview. Yeah. Of this, uh, but uh, here we go. Uh, so the book opens, um, New York is, uh, New York and ex- uh, by extension, the world is in a bit of panic because it seems like they're literally seconds away from, uh, nuclear war, nuclear Holocaust. And it takes place in, entirely in the Watchmen universe. Yes. Yeah. So it's like a continuation. It is a continuation. If you, if you read Watchmen or watch the movie, um, this is the continuation of that. And uh, it cuts to a scene in a jail uh, uh, where this dude. I'm getting a little fuzzy now because I'm I'm so focused on like the uh, on the money shot for that particular scene. I know, right? Yeah. You can't not talk about it. Why? Like, why, why don't you Why don't you take it? So there's a dude in jail. Yeah, there's a there's a, a prisoner trying to like basically they the, this prisoner assaults a a. a a cop like a, a jailer like from behind bars mm-hmm. steals the keys drops the keys is trying to reach for the keys from behind bars and um and who picks him up but rorschach <sighs> he's back folks but is mm. he <laughs> is he is he during the course of the issue as uh, rorschach is going about his exploits and uh a another uh criminal <laughs> Um, says you can't be the real Rorschach. Who are you? He's like I'm Rorschach. She's like, prove it. Um, and he pulls off his glove, and it turns out that this Rorschach is black. Yeah, it's not. It's like for a while we were like, what? How did he survive being turned into human puree? Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> well, long short story is he didn't. He didn't. You know? <laughs> but. I still feel like they like they have another twist for us here. Like yeah. there's there's something about this person taking up the the mantle of Rorschach that I feel is going to um, wow us. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. I, it it does leave you in suspense for what's going to come next. Yeah, yeah. Um, he seems he seems like he's even a cut uh, deeper uh, than the last Rorschach because as we progress through the comic. Uh, we see that this version of Rorschach is working with uh, none other than Ozymandias. And uh, there's... Hey, we said it together. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Two episodes in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Ozymandias, uh, while trying to pay this Rorschach a compliment, uh, is basically revealing that while the previous Rorschach uh, was somewhat cruel, he had certain lines a certain focus uh that which he adhered to that somehow this rorschach doesn't exactly do sort of denoting that he's he's somewhat more vicious maybe detached um so i'm really looking forward to seeing like what kind of a what kind of a badass <laughs> so much so that ozymandias is scared of him yeah it's like this guy is no joke and for this rorschach to scare him woo. It makes you wonder. It yeah. makes you wonder. But 
yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't wait to, to see what how this story unfolds. Because I, I, I'm really starting to come around to the DC books as opposed to like the Marvel books. Because Marvel still trying to figure itself out comics-wise. Like m- movie-wise, we can't wait for the slate of shit that's coming down the pike. <laughs> but <laughs> as we've mentioned on many a podcast. That's what we do. But Mar- I think Marvel is right now is kind of having this internal anger shouting match with itself. Because... It wants it wants all its movie properties back under one, one umbrella, pushing others to the forefront. They killed Wolverine for that for the exact reason of like, you know, wanting to get the property back. Uh, absolutely, and the Fantastic Four books have been scaled back dramatically. Even the X Men have been uh, somewhat nerfed. <laughs> what? Yeah, you're right. That's they a have. good phrase for you know, it. They nerfed. Just, they. Uh, Marvel's not playing any games. Like they actually started like trying to say, trying to make the Inhumans the the replacement. Mm-hmm. And I know we've we've talked a little bit about this, but the Inhumans are a poor substitute for the X Men. Mm. It's like you like your mutants from space. <laughs> it's like no. It's like no. We like them from from Earth. Yeah, <laughs> from all parts of the country. You know, they're from the moon. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you can quote us on yeah. that. <laughs> I can't wait for us to be quoted by like Stan Lee. <laughs> Robots versus Taxes gives this book a <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my goodness. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there and um uh we just we just love covering this stuff uh, so much so that uh, we'll we'll have to do more of that next episode. Yeah, yeah. But um, we'll have more info on those previous uh, serious issues that we brought up, as well as uh, more pop culture goodness. Yeah, yeah. But. And uh, you guys stay tuned. Follow us on iTunes, Podomatic. Uh, download our shows, people. That's right. And uh, and give them to people. Yeah. Play them in inappropriate places. <laughs> and thank you, Stacy, for tuning in. You're awesome, super fam. You are. You are, Stacy. <laughs> you I, are, Stacy. No, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to come out that way. I've never met you, but I'm pretty sure you're awesome. So when I meet you, you know, you'll already know that I think you're awesome. So there you go. You're also Stacy. And that's how we're going to cap the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morelli Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a nice day. Song of the week.
Some people say it's just rock and roll. 